Today's episode is brought to you by our new bonus episode. Download the best-selling Maddox vs. the Universe from iTunes, Amazon, or madcastmedia.com. You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe from censorship to the male drip with over 2 million downloads. I'm your host, Maddox. With me is... Mikey Bolts, the audio engineer. Hello! And as always, my first hand on staff, Rucka Rucka Ali. Hey. Welcome back to the show. We're doing this. Coming up on today's show is a big debate. Is gender a spectrum? Or is gender on a spectrum? And then we'll round it out with some headlines as always. But first, please welcome to the show our esteemed guest this week, Misha Pollack. Misha Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. An honor, a pleasure. Now, Misha is a Stanford graduate. He's a rocket scientist who has worked with National Geographic, and he's the host of a hilarious show on YouTube called Drunk Tech Review. Indeed. Misha, tell us about Drunk Tech, because I watch it. It's a, it's a lot of fun. It's a really fun network. Well, I'm surrounded by YouTubers, so I don't want to say it's the greatest YouTube show. Well, you can't. Be, but, you uh, can't, because I got that name, buddy. Okay, well, it's... Uh, <laughs> you know what? It's... Um, it's, it's a lively project. What, what it is is uh, I have a tech background. I love talking about science, tech, gadgets, all of that stuff. And But there were so many kind of droll tech review shows out there that I decided what was necessary was a little comedy, roundtable discussion instead of just one guy on the screen going, look at how nice the screen is, as well as, uh, you know, some light inebriation. So we combined all those and formed Drunk Tech Review. So you you and your guests often, uh, yeah, you imbibe on the show. We and do. And you talk about the technology. It's a really fun channel. And now... Misha also has the unique distinction of being one of the few people on Earth who've ever flown oh, yeah. with a jetpack. Oh, Misha, yeah. tell us Whoa. about that. Holy shit. Uh, hold on, I gotta do this. Okay. There. Um, uh, it was an incredible experience. I won, uh, I, I had worked with some people in my, my prior life working on solar-powered airplanes that had moved on to work on actual jet turbine jetpacks, which for those of you listening, you know, all those people who think of the old James Bond-style jetpack, the Olympic-style jetpack, all that stuff, uh, wasn't actually a jet. It was actually um, um, uh, really high-quality hydrogen peroxide, like 99% hydrogen peroxide, uh, poured over a platinum catalyst, and it would just create a chemical reaction that would shoot pressure out of nozzles. And so those, just a pressurized gas? And, yeah. Okay. Pressurized gas, and those jetpacks could only fly for like 25 seconds uh-huh. at max. Huh. So in the movies, they always make it look like it's going longer. You know, you see them going around yeah. the world. So this company, Jetpack Aviation, made the first true jet turbine, you know, kerosene, jet A fuel-powered jetpack. These are jet engines on the Jet back. engines. Yeah. And there's two on each side, and it could fly for 10 minutes go to 10,000 feet in altitude, theoretically, 100 miles an hour. Wow. And um, so I went and filmed uh, them flying around like the Queen Mary in Long Beach and um, put it on one of my episodes because I thought the technology was incredible and uh, ended up winning a contest to be the first civilian jetpack pilot, so the first person without like a pilot's license yeah. without being part of the company. So uh, a few months ago, we went out to their super secret test facility and they strapped me in and, and you know had to put me on a tether to keep me safe. But it was a surreal experience. Like, the moment my feet left the ground, it was this incredible, like, ding moment where the checkbox yeah. got checked of a life goal. Now, Misha, of- I mean, it sounds incredible, but uh, you're saying the, the magic moment for you was when your feet left the earth. Left terra firma. Right. So so what if I just came up behind you and just, like, grabbed you under your your armpits and just, like, lifted you up, like, wee? Would that... 
the, then the dream continues. Would that be <laughs> the dream continues? I mean, is it is it really that that magical to fly with a jetpack, or is it um, is it just like a checkbox you wanted to get off? To be honest, at this point, it was a checkbox because I was tethered. I never got more than maybe five, six feet off the ground. Yeah, and the majority of the time, it was actually for me very difficult because the only guy who's ever flown untethered has like three hundred flights. This was my only flight I ever yeah. did, and one it was. Um, it wasn't sized perfectly for me, so I really had to... There's a lot of force involved that I didn't realize was going to happen. And secondly, um, uh, the longer you are on the ground, my feet burnt up. Yeah, I the, heard, yeah. The downwash of the turbines just boiled my feet to the point that for most of the flight, two flights, um, like my brain was in two zones of, hey, your feet are burning up and don't do shit because you're in a jetpack and you don't stop doing this. Right. And it was this competition in my brain of all those things and staying stable. So it was very difficult for me to stop and go, oh, this is so much fun. What's the force? So I'd, I'd really love to give it another shot and get 10 flights in just so I could experience what it's like to fully be in control. But it was still surreal. It was still a nice thing. Mikey, if you could fly in a jetpack and you knew that your feet were going to burn off, would you Oof. do it? Now... <laughs> That's a lie. I wouldn't. That's a lie. Yeah, that is oh! a lie. That is a lie. Mike, you would I've wanted to do it uh, since I saw it in Jingle All the Way when uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger Arnold, flew yeah. through. And now hearing what it takes to yeah. um, get get someone in the air and flying around. Now I know that Arnold's shenanigans in the sky were mm-hmm. completely uh, um, bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. bullshit's the word you're looking for. Rucka, would you would you fly a jetpack to yeah, at yeah. the risk? I think I would have to. Yeah. yeah. Now here's here's the thing, Misha. You, I don't know if you know this about me, but I am a criminal mastermind, and you I look like one. I have. Thank you. Uh, well, I'm I'm trying not to. So if that's you're if failing. I do look like one, yeah. Well, he plays a uh, white supremacist gang gang leader in a movie called Uga Booga. <laughs> so he definitely looks like a criminal. Okay, uh, Uga Booga. Which speaking of, we're gonna get to that in a minute because we have our new bonus episode dropping this week, and we reviewed Ooga Booga, I would say positively mostly. Uh well, we'll see. You'll see. We'll, we'll see. have that we'll have the fans feel like weigh I'm in missing on it. out on some incredible uh, oh, art. It's, it's oh. some cinema, buddy. Yeah. But yeah. so you're a criminal mastermind. Yeah. So a long time ago I went to the London the Tower of London, right? And this is in, in London where they keep the crown jewels. And I, I hatched yeah. this plot. Like I know how to steal the crown jewels. I came up with a way to steal them in under a minute flat. And you said the the old jetpacks have, you know, twenty five seconds of flight time. Guess what, buddy? That's five more than I need. All I need is 20 seconds. Hop over the, uh, there's this wall. The crown jewels are like the least guarded jewels in history. I'm telling you, these things are so easy to steal. And I, I could steal the crown. I think I, if I had an afternoon, a motorcycle and a jetpack, I could steal the crown jewels. No problem. You wouldn't be able to steal too many because, I mean, the weight would reduce your flight time. So keep that in mind if you do it. Well, they're light. I mean, these, this was made for uh, a woman, a queen to wear. Okay. Uh, the crown jewels. Are, are you just stealing one? Yeah, I mean, there's this one. There, like, there's, there's a whole one. bunch in that case. I mean, I just want the uh, the the actual crown. Okay, I like want the tiara. I want the scepter, whatever that big ass scepter is. Yeah, is. the scepters are less impressive in person. They look like they're shorter than a baby's forearm. You know what I mean? Like maybe maybe like the the height of a baby. Some babies have different size forearms. Well, I was a big baby. I had a, I had huge forearms. <laughs> so if it was mine, we're talking about that's an impressive scepter. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, know. I'll get you in touch with the guys. Yeah, really, because uh, we're talking like international crime. Here's my because if you're if you're a mastermind, here's my question: If you had them, do you know how to sell them? That's the that's the big problem. Now you would have to find, I think, a Russian buyer or mm-hmm. a Saudi buyer. The, the, there's only like two buyers for stolen art 
you know, Picassos and your Rembrandts and all the things that are stolen from museums, that and uh, the crown jewels, you're going to basically have to sell to the Russian mafia. Yeah. yeah. I always feel weird about that because I always hear about like tons of laptops being stolen or jewelry yeah. store being robbed. And I'm like, you know what? Even if I pulled it off, I wouldn't know what to do. Actually, the worst thing to steal, I, I had this uh, debate with some friends a long time ago. I, the worst thing to steal, I think, are diamonds. Diamonds are shit. Would you rather have a briefcase full of diamonds or a briefcase full of money? Money. Money. Of course, money. Because money's something you can spend. Diamonds are bullshit. You can't sell them. There's that uh, story where this woman bought like a $2 million diamond from uh, Fifth Avenue in New York. Went back a couple weeks later or whatever and said, look, I can't really use this diamond. I have no use for it. and It's a huge liability. Can I sell it to you? And nobody wanted this diamond. Diamonds are worthless. You can't do anything with diamonds. But tell you what isn't worthless. Our own... Mikey Bolts, because hey. uh, before we move on, I want to mention that Mikey has this amazing new song out. Thanks, it's man. Called the, yeah, it's called the Alphabet Aerobics, where he does an impression with a different character from every letter of the alphabet. Yeah. And the first one is, uh, what's the owl? Alchemides? Yeah. Is that Archimedes. What? Archimedes. Archimedes from Sword in the Stone. Who? Yeah. What, what? Yeah. Hello? Mikey kills it. So he does 26 of these in a row, and he goes faster and faster. I brought a little clip in. I got to play this for you guys. Listen to this. Who? What? Artificial apertures aren't at all amazing. Analytically, I assault animate things. Broken barriers bounded by the bomb beat. Buildings are broken, basically I'm bombarding. Casually create catastrophes. Casualties canceling cats got their canopies collapsing. Detonate a dank daily doing dough. Demonstration, Don Dada on the down low. Keeping other editors with each and every energetic epileptic episode. Elevated etiquette. Furious, fat, fabulous, fantastic, Flurries of funk fell feeding the fanatics. Gift got great, global goods gone glorious, getting godly in his game with the glorious. Hit him high, hella hide, historical, hey, Holocaust ends here, I'm holler at your homeboy. <laughs> so cool. Well, bravo, Mikey Bolts. It's so cool. Yeah, King of the Hill. Yeah, yeah, King of the Hill at the end there. Um, <laughs> And you had two back to back that was uh, voiced by the same character, the guy who does Putty. Well, uh, what's no, it? no, what? Joe Joe Swanson, and then I did uh, uh, Kronk from Emperor's okay. New Groove, and they were oh. both uh, Patrick Warburton. Patrick Warburton, yeah, that's right, because yeah. they were back to back, and you just kept doing the same voice. Yeah. So like, ah, very <laughs> clever, troll, everyone. Yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> uh, we'll link to that on the website as well as Misha's jetpack video. These are super fun to watch. And Misha, I, I watched the video, and one of my favorite parts was when you landed. Your feet were so hot, you had to step in a, a, a water, water bucket, yep. right? Yeah, that's crazy. Which, which ended up working against me because I put it in and I was all excited because I was like, my feet were cold. Yeah. And I had a second flight and the guy came up to me and he said, so here's the good news and the bad news. The good news, your feet are cool now, so you're going to be able to fly longer before your feet get hot. The bad news is when your feet start getting hot, the water is superheating. Oh, it's going to so boil. You, you can't just come down and put the jets behind you and wait it out. He's like, the moment it gets hot, Come down because it's about to get a whole lot hotter. And yeah. so I only got through half the second flight. Well, holy shit, I was like, man. I got to come down. Wouldn't you be able to use some ice packs or something to cool down your feet more and then fly or something? Well, they, they, they switch. Once you're off the ground, you're good. But they've now switched it that the concrete, you know, pad that they do the test flights on. They dug a three foot trench out and put a grate oh. over it. So now it's more like the NASA shuttle yeah. launch thing where the, the exhaust sense. gas has some place to go, not just your feet. Can you also just put cones on your calves so that the exhaust like flies out to the side or something? Yeah, you, you know, you look like, like these big goofy bell bottoms. Yeah, Rucka. Hey, yeah. I hope they just got an idea. <laughs> anyway, moving on. We should mention, so at the uh, earlier, I, I talked about the new bonus episode. We teased this a while ago. It's finally dropping this week, and it's super fun. We did a roast I, I wouldn't. I, is it a roast or a review? A review. Rucker? A review. Yeah. Of my movie that I was in. It's the Academy Award losing Ooga Booga. 
And it's a lot of fun. Jesse P.S. from Pot Awful is on this episode as well. And we talked about that. We did some hate mail. I reached into the archives. I, I gave Ruck of the Keys to my archives. Yeah. And brought in a ton of old hate mail that I haven't even had time to respond to. So, you know, people sending hate mail over the years. I don't always have time to respond to it, but I archive it into my hate mail folder, which is significant. I was really hoping this was physical mail that you were receiving, and I was all excited about this. Sometimes. Sometimes I have that, too, but it's mostly email. You know, it's no longer 1996, so people people. That's why I was all impressed. I was like, man. Yeah. We get some fan packages, too, which we'll talk about in a second, but uh, we should talk about the debate from last week, guys. Last week... Misha, we debated whether or not we should allow algorithmic censorship on Facebook to prevent things like live murders being broadcast. And just as that episode got dropped last week, there was another story making headlines because a guy in Thailand hung himself Mm -hmm. and his baby. What a gruesome thing to broadcast or thing to do. Anyway, this is the world we're living in now. These type of things are happening. So we posed the question to the audience, should we allow algorithmic censorship? And with a 57% vote our audience voted yes they said we should and that was before listening to the debate right then after listening to the debate i asked what do you believe now that you've heard it and 92 percent said no no they said after listening to the debate that means we we did a better argument saying that uh, essentially the argument against algorithmic censorship is that we'll have false positives and you will have evidence being suppressed of crimes that someone may never see And also, you're going to have different tolerances for what should and shouldn't be censored. So some people are going to say, well, maybe we should start censoring drug use. Drugs are illegal in some countries, in some states. And then in certain countries, you can't even insult their monarch. You know, it's it's a crime to insult a monarch, like in, in Turkey. And I think in Egypt, there's some weird laws like that. But anyway, that was the debate we had. Um, But I got some voicemail. So a couple episodes ago, we had... A wonderful fan and listener sent us a care package all the way from Australia named Genevieve. Here's another call from Genevieve. She's calling in. Listen to this. G'day. It's Genevieve <laughs> calling from Australia again. I just wanted to let you guys know that Domino's is pretty good, eh? Hey. When I was in Cambridge, it was the best fucking pizza ever. Real thick jalapenos. Like I'm talking really thick. May have left out one detail, though. Franchise pizzas are really different depending on what country you're in. For instance, a jalapeno pizza in Australia will burn the ass out of your tracky dacks and melt chocolate from 15 metres away. Just be warned, guys. Thanks, Maddox. You're a sick cunt, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> wow, Genevieve, calling again all the way from Australia. Thank wow. you, Genevieve. Like sounds Genevieve. great. Yeah, yeah. Sounds, sounds like a nice girl. Mm. Yeah, real sweet girl. Sexy. She's okay. Mm-hmm. She likes that jalapeno. I love deep-voiced women. I really do. Yeah. yeah. I already uh, conceded last week, I think, that Domino's is, is fantastic once I was put in my place by you and some callers. Multiple gay yeah. callers. Mm-hmm. Rucka dared posit that gay people don't like Domino's. Right. And we had multiple gay people call and say, I'm gay and I love Domino's. Right. I mean, yeah. the, the pretense was gay, yeah, gays have taste. You know, they like okay. the finer things in life. It was kind of a compliment when you think about it. It's a huge compliment. But then we got some phone calls that saying, hey, asshole. Hey, piece of shit! I'm a I'm a I'm a big I'm a big gay guy who loves eating me some Domino's. Yeah, I, I always said, find it weird right, that complimenting yeah. or what you even think is a compliment to uh, a different sex or something like mm-hmm. that is still uh, sexist. Uh, yep, and we're gonna get to that because yeah. that's the debate this week: whether or not sex is on the spectrum, gender is on the spectrum. But here's another caller. We had a caller call in uh, Misha a couple weeks ago who basically said that uh, his grandma walked in on John Wayne blowing her. Uh, 
her friend's husband, and that's why they got a divorce. So we've had all these callers call in saying that similar stories have happened. Um, anyway, here's that guy calling in. Hey, Maddox, it's me, uh, the original John Wayne dick-sucking story guy. <laughs> I just wanted to say I am very happy that so many people have come out of the woodwork to finally confirm what I have known to be true for a long time. You know, I'm really happy that we got this out and people are just more well-educated out of it. But I wanted to say something hit me this week, and I feel like we should stop focusing on how many dicks John Wayne indeed did suck. Instead, we need to figure out whatever happened to persistent lumber, because he used to call in all the time, and I remember he had a drinking problem, and then he joined a cult, and (laughs) I'm just worried about him. So let's go ahead. John Wayne sucked some dick, but that's not important anymore. Let's find persistent lumber. Where is fucking Nazi to you too, my friend? Um, where is Persistent Lumberg? We had a caller for I think the first like twenty or so episodes of the show, where eventually we we uh, he sounded like Lumberg from uh, Office Space. Okay, and uh, we we called him Persistent Lumberg because he would always call in wanting a free T-shirt. I think he went away once the we haven't talked about the free T-shirt thing for a no, while. We got to talk about that. Yeah, we got to talk about that. Which I still owe uh, the drawing Aussie. A t- still haven't sent him that. I still did haven't he, sent it. Did he get a free T-shirt? Uh, no, no well, one has why, received. That's why he went away. I mean, <laughs> right. really, after twenty episodes, of well, receiving your damn shirt. <clears throat> when Maddox promises free T-shirts and then doesn't deliver them, <laughs> I mean, would you still listen? No. <laughs> Yeah, you wonder why you left. Okay, I've never, for the record, I've never promised this. This is something Rucka volunteered a long time ago. Anyway, so this persistent lumber guy called in, very disappointed week after week. He, he eventually joined a cult and uh, became an alcoholic, uh, and we were just listening to his uh, stories week after week. I don't know where, what happened to that guy. Maybe Should probably start that free t-shirt thing again going, yeah. and he'll come back. So, this time but, I actually uh, have a shirt. No, I don't know. Well, I still owe the drilling Aussie one. He's gonna, he, which he's gonna get. Yeah, and the condition he's, is he's he has gonna to get take it. A picture. He's gonna get it. Only yeah. been how many months? Uh, just a couple, couple months. I had to finish my book, which is done. By the way, it's now on Amazon. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, I got another caller. Yeah, thank you, Misha. I got another caller here. Um, speaking of uh, blowjobs, listen to this. Holy shit, you guys! I was just listening to you talk about pizza and Papa John, and it reminded me of the story that my grandma told me one time that her and her husband were at this party and it's been a few hours they've been drinking and she like lost sight of them so she went out to try and find them and she opened the door and he was in there my grandpa was in there getting his sausage sucked by papa john (laughs) holy shit you guys i'm so glad i can finally get this story off my chest Mm -hmm. punch of dominoes yeah so uh uh, more more dick sucking stories this is very prevalent and here's another one listen to this papa john a wealthy Wealthy, uh, evidently gay man who does entrepreneur. He, he knows pizza. Yeah, you you know what? He's we not don't, into Domino's. We don't know that he's gay. You oh. know, if you if you just give a guy a blowjob, does that mm. make you gay? Not at no. all. No, not at all. No. One. No. I mean, you, it, one or many, many it doesn't matter. You doesn't, have to. It's on a spectrum. It's, <laughs> it's on a spectrum. <laughs> it's a, you know, Rucka, early early in on the debate. But here's yeah. another call. Listen to this. Oh my God, Maddox! I'm so <laughs> glad you brought up marijuana. Because I've been dying to tell this story forever. So my grandma, who's been deceased for several years, well, she uh, she had this friend who was married, and she ended up getting divorced because her husband was cheating on her. Turns out that she walked into the bedroom, and there was her husband getting a fucking getting his dick sucked by none other than an ounce of marijuana. <laughs> I don't know why my grandma would make that up. But it's fucking crazy, man. Anyways, Rucka, you're pretty cool. 
Uh, Maddox, uh, go fuck yourself. Yeah. All right. You got good fans. Yeah, real good fans. Mm-hmm. That guy's grandpa was getting his dick sucked by He weed. lost his grandmother, and you're calling him names. Let's the, send the him weird, uh, some free shit. The weird thing <laughs> is, between those three stories, between the Duke, Papa John, and the ounce of marijuana, yeah. th- the third one's probably the true story. Yeah. The uh, the weed sucking yeah. the grandpa's dick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he probably was. He was probably a big pot smoker when he was young. Yeah, hadn't had it for forty years. Found his grandson's pot and just like couldn't smoke it because he was old and had emphysema and was like, you know what? There's only one thing I can do with this and just took that bag to town. Put oh. put my putt in it. That's yeah. what I'm gonna do. Yeah, yeah. like uh, American Pie. Yeah, uh-huh. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, wouldn't weed you? weed pie. No, I wouldn't. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I, we got a correction from last week. Listen to this caller. Hey, dick fart. It's pronounced Laotian. They're not from Laos. They're from Laos. That's all. That oh, true. oh, excuse me, old hell. Sorry, <coughs> sorry. We got it right. It was Laos. Laos, not Lao. Yeah. Laos. I thought it was Lao. Yeah. Didn't we thought? I thought it was. We thought it was Laos. It's Laos. You, you guys thought it was Laos. Oh, I thought I was it was Lao. Right. Nobody thought it was Leo. But he said it was. It's the the people there are Laotian, yeah. right? He's it's not Laos. They're not from Laos. Is so what he's, he's saying it's Laotian, not Laotian. Whatever. I don't have patience with that guy. Of the week. Yeah, right. and uh, P.S. Uh, people will pronounce your country when you start to invent all kinds of cool shit and accomplish great things. No offense, Laos. Oh shit! Yeah, come at me, bro. Come at me. <laughs> all right. Damn, I took Rucka. down I took down Mongolia. I can take down Laos. You did. You All just right? did. Uh, also, last week I mentioned my disdain for dipshits who put food down food disposals. It's not meant for that. Uh, it's meant for like peels and things. You yep. you're a food guy. You well, put food down there? I, I deal with disposals all the time. I, I won't get into why, but uh, it's <laughs> I, I hate when people think that that's where you, you'd put trash and stuff. It's yeah. just not the case. Oh, I got a caller. Listen to this lady. Hi, um, I'm calling because I had heard you talk about the garbage disposal and not putting shit down down the sink. Like, you can't just put eggshells. I just had this discussion the other day with my boyfriend who was putting down eggshells, and I was like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, all that slimy shit gets stuck around the inside, and just it, it stays there, and then it starts smelling. It's, it's like not everything can go down there, and everyone wants to fight me on it. But um, anyway, I love the show. Listen all the fucking time. Um, Maddox, love you. You're amazing. Rucka, you're okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Punch a Nazi. Yeah. I just want to point out that that was one run-on sentence. That's That was impressive. Uh, that's true. Uh, impressive slash poor grammar. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Me, so Misha has uh, apparently a keen uh, awareness of grammar when people are talking. Mm. Well, especially about disposals. Especially about disposals. I, well, here's another one about disposals. From Weird Matthew McConaughey. We have a regular caller named Weird Matthew McConaughey, and I think you'll know why when you hear his voice. Listen to this. Do not put potato peels down your garbage disposal. Nothing will fucking clog your shit up, even with the garbage disposal, and some fucking potato peels. I I remember my mom and dad having quite the fucking fight over it. One holiday, as my uh, dad filled the sink with potato peels. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, what do you think of that, Misha? Potato peels, yes or no? No, no potato peels. No you potato should, peels? You, no, you should... You, the, the, that's the garbage, what it's made for. No, no, the garbage disposal is made for the scraps left on the plate. Any large quantity of food, no matter what it is, especially pasta, rice, coffee grinds, leave it out. 
Leave it out. It's not there. It's not a trash can. It's meant just to help with the little shit that drops the off the plate. I agree, but potato peels is what it's for. It's because where are you gonna peel your potatoes? In the trash can. You to peel your potatoes in the trash can. I, I hate to tell you, man. You have fruit how... flies and moss and mold. What? And toxic... How long are you keeping the potato peels in there? Fucking weeks, dude. I never take out the trash. Well, then that's, I don't need to. That's a completely separate <laughs> subject, Maddox. I'm a zero refuse guy. I make zero garbage. He refuses never. <laughs> you ever see one of those uh, household garbage cans that like grinds it down and yeah. like sends it off oh, into those. the yeah. fucking third world for I you? I don't. I, I, those those make me uncomfortable. Those give me anxiety. I just I mean, wonder what's happening. You yeah. shut them and you hear the noise. And you're it's like, super what? efficient. It actually transports the garbage over to Laos. <laughs> <laughs> what a Laosy solution. Uh, here's another caller. So last week we also had a conspiracy guy calling. Some people say it was a conspiracy guy about uh, the oil industry and whether or not like pipes are exploding everywhere. I had so many people try to call in and correct. This guy seems pretty authoritative. He's an oil engineer, a petroleum engineer. Listen to this guy. Yeah. So on the uh, whole pipeline failure thing, um, so I'm a mechanical engineer and, uh, API 570 pipe inspector. Um, I've worked in the petrochemical uh, refining industry for about 15 years now doing this. And, uh, yeah, pipe fails because it corrodes, and uh, it has nothing to do with the complexity if it's run above ground or in water. It's, um, yeah, it, 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 aging infrastructure will fail without the proper maintenance. And I'm just willing to bet that probably most of the failures are due to lack of inspection and lack of repairs when needed. Not some fucking retarded theory like uh, contractors are doing it on purpose. Oh, some fails over time. It, it happens. Someone's uh, in the pocket of big oil. <laughs> time goes on, more failures Trigger. occur. Um, yeah, Maddox, you're, you're a douche, and uh, Rucka, you're pretty cool. I'm a, uh, I like I'm this a dou- guy. I'm a douche? That guy called me a douche? You're a douche. Okay, Misha, I, you got triggered I a couple triggered times. On. Well, because here's one thing. I've worked in the alternative energy vehicle realm for a long time. And so it just annoys me when he, it, what's it matter how these things are faulting and, and you know, cracking and leaking stuff everywhere. My problem is, is whether it's, you know, them exploding or it's just he's saying, oh, they haven't been serviced in a while. And if you leave them be for a while, they corrode and just naturally, you know what, that's bullshit because if this stuff naturally corrodes and just isn't serviced and this happens, then something's wrong with that industry. There should be such a safety factor on those things failing that it shouldn't happen. So the fact that he's saying, oh, they get old, they do that, that's, that's just bullshit. They shouldn't do that. They should be designed not to do that ever or designed that you could service them one tenth the amount you're supposed to and they still won't do it. Well, I mean, everything everything over time, just playing devil's advocate, everything over time wears down and there's wear and tear and corrosion and things like that, right? Yeah. I mean, the. But uh, like a ladder, if you have a ladder and it wears down, the whole point is you set it up, you put a little weight on it and it breaks and you go, oh, this is a bad ladder. I need yeah. a new ladder. When it's an oil pipeline, that isn't a thing that you should come up and go, like, eh, it's not going to, oh my God, it burst. Oh, damn, I wish we checked it a year ago. That's not the thing that should do that. Yeah. yeah well, I think uh, the guy last week was saying it was purposely punctured. By the company slash government slash Illuminati slash Armenian huh. genocide um, deniers. Okay, 
There you go. You saved it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was, all right. The, the, the retarded theory uh, by the caller last week was that they, they, they destroyed this pipe so that we would all fight each other for scraps in the street. The retarded theory that then emerged here in the studio was that it was done so the contractors uh, would, have a, would have some work. It's actually a blue-collar conspiracy. Yeah. Well, we'll never know. We'll never know. That is unsettled. Uh-huh. Unsettled. Why not both? Well, you know what? Maybe we'll debate that, Rock. I mean, yeah. we'll have we'll have a petroleum yeah, let's engineer. Let's debate what happened with that one oil pipeline. Because, uh, Misha, I don't know. Like, a lot of people aren't aware of this, but there was an oil spill in Yellowstone National Park mm-hmm. a couple of years ago in 2015, and people's I told people to look it up, and they did, and sure enough, they found this these uh, stories that are buried. But uh, why? I don't know why there is an oil leak in Yellowstone National Park. And uh, you know, here's a here's a question I'm going to pose to all the petroleum engineers listening because I've had a few point out that. This is unlikely to occur and that sort of thing, but it does occur. And I'm wondering why, again, because the complexity of having a pipeline go through land, go over land, is way, way lower than the complexity of having it go underwater. So you would think that you would have the prevalence of these leaks would be much, much lower over land. But that doesn't seem to be the case. It seems like there's oil leaks all the time on land. It's weird. Anyway, moving on to the debate this week. Coming up at the end of the show, I've got some headlines, as always. But uh, with me, as always, is my first hand on staff, Rucka Rucka. Let's hear his buzzer. And Misha, let's hear yours. There it is. And Mikey Bolt, Swagmaster in Chief. There's Mikey's. (laughs) There's Mikey's buzzer. If any of these fine gentlemen hear anything I say that they disagree with, if I make... A mistake, a logical contradiction. If I misspeak, you're welcome to buzz me. It's never happened before, <laughs> I should mention. But moving to the debate, guys. Moving on. Bill Nye. Bill Nye the Science Guy. He recently launched a new show on Netflix called Bill Nye Saves the World, which is a show about refuting myths and claims about science. In an episode titled The Sexual Spectrum, I think it's episode 9, Bill talks about gender, sex, and how it's determined. Here's a clip from that episode. Take sex. We used to think it was pretty straightforward. X and a Y chromosome for males, two X's for females. But we see more combinations than that in real life. And even for people with just two sex chromosomes, hormones can vary wildly. So can anatomy. What makes someone male or female isn't so clear cut. Yeah, so he displayed that in this episode. And they had a song performance by... Rachel Bloom called Sex Junk, which may be the cringiest song <sighs> in all of human history. Jesus Christ. I have a clip of it. Rucka, Rucka was telling me about this, and he yeah. sent me a clip of it. I wasn't prepared for the cringe I would experience. I, I'm not even sure what cringing is until I'm watching something that makes me cringe, and I look at someone else to see their face, and I see them also cringing. Which, by the way, Jesse P.S. from Pot Awful is like a master at cringe. He he does a show on this network called. Yeah, he has, it, he, has it, he got his masters in cringe. He's, yeah, he's got a masters in cringe. Yeah, uh, he is a pizza lawyer and and a, a masters, <laughs> he does, in he does, masters in cringe. He does moist cringing. He mm. does moist cringing. Moist cringing. Well, here is the song. I want to play a clip of this. Listen to this. Top off, versatile love may have some butt stuff. It's evolution, ain't nothing new. There's nothing taboo about a sex too. Just add salt or Gerard Depardieu. Oh, 
God. Oh my God, dude. Fucking yeah. cringe, bro. By the way, the, the 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 fact she throws the word evolution in there is what bothers me because like I would think someone like Bill Nye wouldn't let a uneducated hack throw that word in there. People misuse the concept of evolution so much. Evolution happens over millions and billions or at least millions of years. I don't know. I mean, the Bible says the earth is only uh, 600 years old, so uh, we're going to get to that the next week. But evolution happens over millions and millions of years. No? No, but go on. What, does it happen each generation we're fucking evolving? No, you moron. It happens. <laughs> it's a series of accidents that happen. A lot of them happen sort of by coincidence because... Um, the fucking, the dog that's immune to a certain disease happens to have a uh, spot on his fucking head. Then his kids might have that spot too. It's not that evolution just happens like, oh yeah, you know, uh, 50 years ago, people were into watching, uh, I love Lucy. And now we evolved to the point where we, we, we watch fucking, uh, game of Thrones. That's not what evolution is. You fucking retards. And I'm sorry for, uh, getting all worked up about this. I'll, I'll, I'll hand you the floor. Thank you. There you go, Rock. Another one just for uh, good measure. Now, evolution it can happen uh, quicker than millions of years. That's one mechanism for which evolution can occur is, is millions of years and mutation. Mutation is one. Environment is the other. Mm-hmm. Evolution is a species' ability to adapt to an environment. Yeah, it happens short term, too, but adaptation happens according to the environment. All right. Well, we'll get off. I'm going to go because I'm with you on that, Maddox. I'm with yeah. you that it can be very short term, yeah. but I'm also with you, Rucka, only that it 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 had no place in the song. It, the, yeah, right, evolution yeah. in that well, regard wasn't the case. Well, oh, ne- uh, neither did Gerard Depardieu, and the song was <laughs> shit. And I'm sure she didn't write it herself. It was probably a bunch of a team of writers who came up with this cringy, god awful song. And and by the way, one of the lyrics in the song was um, whether you're looking at the moonlight with a flashlight, talking to a clown over Skype. The lyrics are awful. The dancing is awful. The singing is awful. And then they cut to Bill Nye at the DJ booth. Doing the dial, dude. He's yeah. dialing that up. Oh man, he's he's got he's like got he's got like this gapy look on his face. It's so stupid. But uh, anyway, even Adam Savage from MythBusters recently weighed in on the debate with a tweet saying, "Listen up, gender is a spectrum. The closer you look at anything, the blurrier the lines get." And this is in, in caps, including gender. Whoa, life in caps is complicated. That was his tweet because it's a tweet. And it's 140 characters, so he couldn't elaborate. But that leads us to the debate this week, guys. Is gender a spectrum? Misha, as our guest this week, I'm going to give you first swing at the debate. What do you think? Is gender a spectrum or not? I'm going to go off on this one and say yeah. Uh, you said uh, it. You say that it is. I think it is. Interesting. Because, why, why do you think that? Because, I mean, going back into the evolutionary topic of it all and our chromosomes, you can leave chromosomes out of it, whether you know your XY, XXY, XY, YY, any of those things, those affect things. But in modern day society... What we view as gender is is a wide spectrum. You could physically be a woman and associate yourself with a man. You could physically be a woman and associate yourself with a man who likes women who like men. It's so wide ranging. And that's in our society how we deem gender. So if that's the case, it could there's infinite. Genders. Well, interesting. OK, so before we go on uh, with with the rebuttal to that, and I should mention for first time listeners of the show, I argue the other side of the debate no matter what. It's not necessarily what I believe. Uh, but I'm going to do that regardless in this, at this point, because that's what Misha does, too. Misha's a really good at arguing both sides I of the debate. I love playing devil's advocate. So I'm really curious to see what the, what the listeners think before and after listening to this debate. I have a suspicion, based on my fan base, how they're going to vote. But I'm really curious to hear this. But uh, here's, here's something interesting, Misha. You're saying that it is on the spectrum, but here's a guy who disagrees with you. Listen to this. 
This is from a little show called Bill Nye. See, there are only two possibilities. A girl or XY, a boy. Huh. Interesting. That didn't sound too ambiguous, Misha. Was that from the science guy? That's from the original science guy, yeah. That was from his original, I think, 1994, 1990 show. Yeah. Yep. So not too long ago. What was that, 12 years ago? Yeah. That's what he was saying on his show. 12 years ago? 13 years ago? It's like 20 years ago. What year is it? 2017. (laughs) 20 years ago? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, it was a '90s show. You yeah. said 12 years ago, dude. You were like, you were in college 12 years the ago. The '90s time, seemed like it was yesterday. Rucka, time is a spectrum, right? Yeah, time is a spectrum. Yeah, Rucka. we had that. Shit we Lord. had that debate. And who was the guy, the guest who was telling me that like nothing exists and there's no Chad. Fr- yeah, because Chad Colton. because time is relative, <laughs> aka everything already happened. Yeah. All right. Well, we can. Hey, we can close early. Let's go get some Korean barbecue. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, what the the show's already done. We did it. We we're good, done. Good, good job, job guys. Let's go time, home. Time is on a spectrum. Gender is yeah. on a spectrum. All right. So anyway, Misha, what do you well, say me, to that? Well, okay, I'm. I I need to throw in on this that, yeah. that first off, I'm going to say from a Bill Nye perspective, the the whole show, and I've only saw the first episode, but right. I did see that song. I've seen some clips. The whole thing was kind of cringe inducing. I'm going to go back and say I'm a fan of Bill Nye. The old science show that got me interested in science. I liked his jokiness. He's a comedian at heart, and that's really where his background is. This new show was clearly some, it was a network thing. Let's try to put something together. Very weird to watch. I don't think they, they did it correctly. That being stated, he had his old show that tried to get into the basis of science. You heat up a liquid, it expands. That was the end of it. They didn't get into anything else. That was it. So when they talked about that, that was the science and the purpose of them teaching kids about chromosomes and gender. This new show is designed for the you know, the social media society and everything, mm-hmm. everything changing. Everything's so, cool, man. Yeah, I mean, he literally had a, a, a comedian who had her own show dancing, a DJ in a suit doing stuff that he's pretending to be the DJ because she, he's... She, she, shit lord. No, no, no. He was the... Oh, he was dancing. He okay, was yeah. dancing. That's okay. Correct. Or he, was it he? It, well, yeah, we, yeah, we're, well, we're making yeah, a lot exactly, of assumptions about exactly. gender. Triggered. Okay, I'm triggered as Whether fuck right Bill now. Whether Bill thinks he's a woman <laughs> or a man or some in between or whatever yeah. he thinks, he's there trying to be cool. He's hip and he's dialing the knobs and being cool. My whole point is they changed it so that it was Bill Nye in the modern times and in modern times in our global discussion of sex, he had to chime in and go, ooh, this is the new thing. It's a spectrum. And they made a song, a dance. They made a whole show about it. So I understand his switch. I don't fault him for that. Okay, well, that's fine. But I have a, I have a good <laughs> argument. I have a good argument against that, Misha. Biological sex is nature. It's determined by the genitals you're born with and which chromosomes you have. I looked this up. Only 1% fall into the category between male and female. Females have two X chromosomes, female genitals, and female characteristics, whereas men have an X and a Y chromosome and male genitals. When only 1% of our species falls in between, isn't that a disorder by definition? Th- thank you. So, some people are born with, without 10 fingers and toes, and that's less than 1% of the population, yep. and we just call that a disorder. So why are we bending over backwards now for... Uh, and I'm not saying that these people... Please don't uh, misconstrue me. I'm not saying these people should be castigated or judged or bullied because people who have who are trans, uh, gender fluid, whatever it is, they go through a lot of shit. They get bullied a lot and they get they get harassed and uh, ostracized in society. I'm not saying that that should be the outcome from from this. But do we have to bend over backwards and add like 50 different genders that you can identify as on Facebook for people who this may or may not be a disorder, a genetic disorder? 
See, I don't think I don't think we have to bend over backwards. I think in terms of technology, social media and stuff, it should just be an open, you know, give give somebody a blank, let them type it in. I think the problem is, is a lot of people uh, disassociate or don't know how to connect sex in terms of a species and sex in terms of how mankind deals with gender. For instance, two women, genetic women meeting up at this stage in technology and humanity, they're not having a kid. It's not, they, they together do, they're not, it's, they need some sperm that's, they can go get it from somebody, but together we don't have the ability to combine their two eggs and form a human being. That's just the way that currently is. But in how society deals gender, they could be whatever the hell they want. So that's, and there's a line there between, you know, humans populating and continuing as a species sexually and who you are as a person. Uh, Misha, on my side of the debate, I looked up some people who were arguing against this whole thing and they were they were kind of attacking bill nye for this and there's this guy on youtube his name is la werewolf entertainment is the channel and he has a video called bill nye the sjw cuck guy and i brought in a clip from this now here's what i want to say the bill nye dancing song the whatever it was cringy as fuck but the response to it is equally cringy and listen listen to this this is a guy arguing my side of the debate listen to this Bill Nye is definitely the SJW science cuck guy. Bill Nye the science cuck. Bill Nye the SJW guy. Cuck, 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 cuck. But by God, I mean, this guy here, Bill Nye, the science guy, is saying that science is political, and he is then bastardizing science, and I like... Uh, science is political, and uh, he's bastardizing science. This guy's a cuck. Listen, this, this goes on. Better when Lacey Green was an SJW cuck. Not really Bill Nye, the science guy. He's taking advantage of nostalgia here. And this is the same Bill Nye who's not even really a real scientist, has no credentials or education or degree in any scientific field. Okay, wrong. He is a mechanical engineer, Bill Nye, uh, who invented the hydraulic resonance suppressor tube that's still being used in Boeing 747s today. He also hosted a show that won 18 Emmys in five years and has written five children's books. So, go on. Very, very uh, great gender credentials. Well, it's not not necessarily gender. Those 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 Boeing's are much more gender fluid than you realize. He's saying that this guy is not any kind of scientist and has no credentials. You're supposed to be on the side of the debate that says Bill Nye is full of shit. Yeah, but I'm I could also call out people who are full of shit on this side of the debate. This guy is on a spectrum. Not going to say which one. (laughs) All right, now we got that one spectrum joke out of the way. There we go. All right, listen to this. TV personality and failed actor, and this is someone who's great. A failed actor, someone who. Has fifteen Emmys. All right, fail, fail that. Oh, no, I'm sorry, eighteen Emmys in five All years. All right, stop kissing the Emmy Academy's ass. They're not oh, going to give you one. Yeah, well, you know what? I may get one for <laughs> the show. Listen to this. Yeah. Achievement is being the assistant in a type of uh, sundial to tell time on Mars. He is an assistant, meaning if you just give me a screwdriver or something to turn the nuts and bolts, I too am a scientist because I assisted in the project. Anyone can do that. Go read his Wikipedia page. Go look it up if you don't believe me. Uh, uh, go read his uh, Wikipedia page if you don't believe me. If I have a screwdriver... First of all, you don't know shit about science, this guy. This kid is sitting here blasting Bill Nye, a guy who is a, an accomplished engineer and who is accomplished in entertainment yep. and who has written five children's books. Children's books. Yeah, well, 
Well, even, it's five it, more than this guy with his YouTube channel. When did writing children's book make you a scientist? No one's saying that that made him a scientist. He he said that Bill Nye was unaccomplished and is a the, failed actor. So the scientist thing, I kind of understand. I people call me a scientist all the time, and I'm like, I don't know. Does being a mechanical engineer make me a scientist? What? Well, what they, how they do can, you define scientist? I mean, you know? Mikey's an engineer. Yeah. yeah so that's, that's the problem. True. So that Mikey word is, of scientist, scientist. Is stuff. But on the flip side of it, becoming an expert or knowledgeable about something, like you go, to, like I'm going to bring up like YouTube Bono. That guy's that guy's Who? put so much time. <laughs> YouTube Bono? Bono. From YouTube. But, like, but yeah. that guy's if you talk to him about like AIDS in Africa, I'm sure that guy knows more than some of the most expert people who've studied that because he he's done it for he's been in that. He created industry. AIDS in Africa. Yeah, he started AIDS in Africa. <laughs> and when you start something like that, you're an expert in it. Now, did he go to school? For, you know, blood and things, you know, and he become a doctor in that? No, no, but he's an expert in it. He's a, he's a douchebag. You it. could call That's him a, a scientist of AIDS. He yeah. certainly uh, raised a lot of AIDS to send over <laughs> <Yes>. there. Yeah. <laughs> he does raise AIDS for Africa. Um, but <laughs> Live AIDS. But uh, moving on, I, I want to mention this, though. So, that, so look, the, the response to this is so fucking cringy. That Bill Nye is a cuck, SJW cuck song. Is so fucking. I cringe just as hard oh listening God. to the Bill Nye song as that guy's. Song. When did when did the gender debate turn into an episode of cringe versus cringe? Now yeah. we got okay. <laughs> if uh, Rachel Bloom is this cringe, and right. then this kid on the internet is that bad, that means that uh, who won the debate? The point is that both sides are equally cringy here. Uh, but I want to mention no. Well, not equally. She was way she fucking was way, worse. Yeah. She's a that. terrible person. <laughs> Stop calling her a comedian. Okay. I didn't. You did. Did I say comedian? You said comedian. Mikey, play I, back. I almost fucking like stopped the show, stopped recording, and uh, had a gave you a thirty-five minute lecture on uh, lying to the audience. Comedian is a spectrum. Rucka, okay. women are funny. Get over it. I, I right. stand corrected. Did he just buzz his own comment? Like, no, I'm funny. <laughs> women are funny. Get over it. He's like, no. His sneaky way of yeah. con- of of denouncing yeah. his own words. What I really believe. Hmm? Yeah. Uh, listen to this though. <laughs> Gender expression, all right? This is the problem, I think, that I and a lot of people have with this whole argument about gender expression. Because Bill Nye, in this episode, talks about how gender is broken down into a bunch of different categories, including uh, self-expression and biological and all these other, you know, these other categories. So, gender expression. People express gender through their clothes and outward behavior. This is from National Geographic. Oh, I okay. Well, I've I'm for citing them. my source, Rocco. I've problem? worked for them. They're very professional. God. Yeah, you worked for National Geographic. Professional. Yeah. Now, this is a really well written article, actually. But here, here's the argument I think that a lot of people have a problem with, myself included, which is if gender is an expression, right? People express gender through their clothes and outward behavior, and if gender is a social construct then how can they identify as male or female based on an arbitrary set of clothes and behaviors that we've assigned as being male or female, right? In other words, you can't argue that gender is a social construct, but then also choose which gender stereotypes define you as part of that gender. So if you're saying that, okay, wearing blue jeans and a cowboy hat, that's a male thing, and I'm going to identify as male by doing that, it's like, are you male? Like, what if society stopped saying that wearing a cowboy hat is, is male, male or female, and you just wore a cowboy hat? What gender do you identify with? What if everything in society became neutral gender so that you could wear pink, you could wear blue, it's no longer associated with any type of gender? Do we then lose the concept of gender entirely? No? You're well, saying no? I guess I got to go back to the beginning of your statement. I don't know where you got the whole cowboy hat and clothing. To, to me, the clothing thing has never been part of gender. That's how, that's people's perspective 
of gender. The, if, if clothes were somehow involved, because really it's you're standing there naked on the street, whether you're trans, whether you're dressed as a cowboy, where, you know, that it still comes down. Somebody comes up to you and says, what gender do you associate yourself with? It's not like you go, oh, I'm a woman. And then you go, but wait. And you put on the cowboy hat and go, now everything's changed. Sorry, I was a woman five seconds ago. So the clothing thing never meant anything to me. And I don't think it means to most. So I'm not, I guess I don't know where that started. That argument began. Well, this is uh, this is from uh, National Geographic. They have they interviewed a guy named Eric Villain, uh, and he talks about whether or not gender expression is temporary. Because, like you said, you know, a few minutes ago you could be male, now you're female. Yeah. And this guy, this guy's arguing. He's a professor, I think. He says he's a geneticist and a pediatrician who directs the UCLA Center for Gender-Based Biology, and he says that children express many desires and fantasies in passing. What if saying "I wish I were a girl" is a feeling just as fleeting? as wishing to be an astronaut, a monkey, or a bird. Most studies investigating young children who express discomfort with their birth gender suggest that they are more likely to turn out to be cisgender, which is aligned with their birth-assigned gender, than trans, and relative to the general population, more of these kids will eventually identify as gay or bisexual. So he's saying that if a boy is doing things that are girl-like, and he wants long hair, and he wants to try his mother's shoes on, or wants to wear a dress and play with dolls, then he's saying to himself, I'm doing things that a girl does, therefore I must be a girl, mm. Delane says, right? But these preferences are gender expression, not gender identity. Delane said that he'd like parents to take a step back and remind the boy that he can still do all sorts of things that a girl does, but that doesn't mean he's a girl, right? So that's why I think there's this disassociation, in my mind at least, between gendered expression and gender. So if you so if we as a society decide down the line like look there are many male and female cooks and chefs there are parents of both genders both sexes who raise their children at home you know traditionally stereotyped gendered roles if we blur those lines and we say okay nothing is gendered anymore then do we lose the concept of gender I think it's a really important distinction to make the the question is is the concept of gender critical because I think that's I, I, going back to the kids playing with the toys and things right. like that. And a kid wants to be an astronaut and then the kid wants to be a cowboy and then a fireman. And, and, and if that actually went forward into you could make the call at any point that you want to be female, you want to be male, you want to be trans, you want to be anything. I think that for, hu- for humanity at this at this point would be beneficial. I think because getting gender aside, I mean, there's wage gaps, there's issues in in politics. There's all these things that are because of the of gender descriptions and where people think the roles of genders mm. need to be i think if we got rid of that if I that mean, faded yeah. away what hey, a great thing if you're upset about getting paid less as a woman just say that you're a man you're a man yeah now you're just an underpaid man there you go yeah <laughs> they're not you're not getting a right ra- you're still not getting a raise no no yeah. you're just not good at your job yeah. you know. oh wow amazing how that just works solve that problem yeah, there we go but there is something i know you were kind of saying that tongue-in-cheek Rucka, but there is something to that where if you just simply identify as the gender that you want to identify with say hey guys okay now i'm a man now i'm a man does that change anything because i think the problem with the you know the problem that people like werewolf entertainment here have with this whole movement is that you get to that point where it's really difficult to make any assumptions about anybody and it's annoying. It's really obnoxious. <laughs> I've had. I, re- I remember one time this uh, trans person got really upset at me because I may. I talked about this gender dysmorphia game a long time ago on my website and how it's crap. Uh, it's a, just just a shitty game. It's it's interesting 
insofar as it, it illuminates what it's kind of like to, to go through gender dysmorphia, if you're interested in that. But as far as like an actual video game, it was just a shit game. And I shat all over it. This trans person was really upset at me. We got into a conversation about uh, trans issues. I said, okay, well, I don't even know what to call it. Like, should I refer to, which pronoun should I use? Should he, I use he, she, she, they, and, and they, Yeah, and, and, uh, and I think she said she at the time. And I said, okay, well, what if I don't know? What can I say if it's somebody I'm talking about in third person? I don't know. And they said, well, don't make an assumption. You have to say they, yep. or yeah, Z, or she, mm-hmm. or Shim, or something like that, right? And I, I thought to myself, like, why, why, first of all, it's, it seems like such a, a, a departure from language and culture and society and how we've been raised to suddenly, like, be overly sensitive to this 1% of the population. Which, by the way, if I ever, if I ever miss gender somebody with my with pronouns that i don't mean to like if they identify as female or male it's not intentional yeah i'm not trying oh, to wow. offend you're, you you're such a white knight thank you for pointing i'm not out. a white knight rucka thank you you're a hero i'm just a, is what you yeah are. i am a hero that's exactly not right for that reason look are you done are you done with your little spiel can i can, what? what okay do you listen you guys are like arguing over politics basically like the whole, how do you, how do, what do we, who do we call men, who do we call women? And I don't, I don't mean politics as in government. I mean as in the larger politics, like human beings engaging with each other and engaging in various forms of intercourse. But Bill Nye is taking this political issue of who we call what and mushing it together with metaphysics, a.k.a. what you are, okay? Your body knows if you're male or female. And like you said earlier, 99.9% of people are one or the other, period. So, like, yeah. you're, you're fucking, it's like, you can you can wear or call yourself what you want, but, like, biologically, you are one or the other. And he's, this this hack, this, this fucking faux pseudo scientist you want to call him an assistant a faux pseudo pseudo means he's a double negative right there yeah yeah he's a scientist then he's a scientist he's right we knew what he meant okay we knew what they meant yeah uh assistant bill over here is just he's just confusing everybody with this stupid bullshit Bill Nye is definitely the SJW science cuck Bill guy. Nye. Yeah. Bill, Bill Nye, Nye, the science cuck. Bill <laughs> that was good. Cuck, 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 cuck. This rocker rocker. The science cuck. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Nye if uh, gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. If people like wonder like where I get my information from, like that's that's the guy there informing me that LA Werewolf, LA Werewolf is where I get yeah. my inf- my news and science can from. We, which, by the way, guys, can we talk about like the the other side of this this uh, the, the people who are attacking Bill Nye and calling him a cock and the SJW? Can you just not be such a fucking neckbeard? For the love of God, shave your fucking necks. <laughs> just and and literally a neckbeard. You can stop being one by shaving your fucking necks. Yeah. All right. I'm with you on this. You don't have to look like you're you're a uh, fucking um, you know from the country in Amish. Sorry to all the Amish <laughs> listeners, which are zero. We have zero Amish listeners. For now. For now. Yeah. I'm not certain <laughs> uh, on that. Uh, you know what? They may take that. Uh, what's that weird sabbatical they take where they rum springer? What is it? Rum spring, springer. Spring break. Springer. Spring break. Yeah. Yeah. Spring break. Where they go out into the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they, they just have like they this, party hard. Yeah. yeah, they party hard. They have this orgy of electronics. Yeah, they play. They play with cell phones, <laughs> mm-hmm. video games, Walkmans. I mean, it's all new Walkmans. to them. <laughs> yeah, I always wanted to start a business that yearly would take a group of Amish people to Burning Man, just so they could and and tell them that that's mm. how the rest of society truly is. Mm-hmm. See, if you know you get what people though? In on that? Burning Man, I think, to an Amish person is just like their normal life plus drugs. Ooh, you know what I so mean? So they would just fit in. It would be yeah, oh, it, it, it. it would just be like. 
okay, well, you know, we're, we're self-reliant. We have to live off the yeah, land. absolutely right. They would fit in just fine in, in so far as that just goes. Just walk everywhere and help people build yurts and stuff. That'll yeah. That would be good. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think Amish would fit in just fine at Burning Man. But I wonder as I'm not with you on Am- the neckbeard thing, by the way. You're not with me. No, only because some people can't grow a neckbeard. So it's like like for people who like can't grow a mustache to look at them and be like, never grow a mustache. That's mean. They they want to. They can't do it. So for people out there who can't grow a neckbeard, like to say, like, never do it. That's kind of cruel. Like, if you, you know what, though, Misha, <laughs> they're still neckbeards. What, now, what now, ma- neckbeard is a lifestyle. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And if they yeah. can't grow a neckbeard, what they eventually grow is a fedora. OK. And that's what that's usually what. Actually, yeah. I think we could all agree there is no spectrum of neckbeards. No, so it's, I'm it's, with you. I'm yeah. With, yeah. yeah. yeah right. And, and what, Ma- what Maddox means to say is uh, some of these people, they're very good at, like, pointing out hypocrisy. Of people like Bill Nye or whatever, like they're very good at like break at debunking other people's statements. But then if you actually look at them, they're uh, they're highly oblivious to their own uh, weirdness. Oh, yeah. And shortcomings. absolutely. This guy's literally shitting on Bill Nye for being unaccomplished. He's like, oh, Bill Nye's just an assistant scientist. It's like, yeah. no, he's a fucking accomplished mechanical engineer who if you've flown anywhere, you've used the benefits of Bill Nye's work yeah. and research. It's still being used in production in Boeing 747s today, and he's won 18 Emmys. What have you accomplished? Where he has an awesome YouTube channel <laughs> with, with a parody of the YouTube of the Bill Nye Science Guy song. Have you done Man. anything like that? No, not to not mention like just the, as an educator, how many kids watch Bill Nye decide to happen to get into the sciences and have then done something with that information? There's got to be a no. few. Cook, 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 cook. Yeah. Bill Nye the science cook. <laughs> That's real music. That real That's music. like what I listen to when I'm cruising down if the street. If he actually played the electric guitar for that one little part, I'm impressed. If he stole no, it, then he's... I'm sure no. it's just the, the tune. Rucka, would you put this on uh, Rucka Records? Hell yeah, man. We're looking for talent. Bill Nye, the science cut. Yo. It's a, it's catchy. Yeah. It's a good song. There you go. That's the other side of the debate. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, Misha. We'll do it. Uh, <laughs> But um, uh, before we get to the actual other side of the debate, because I have some points on your side that I want to cover, you know, some points we may have missed. I I do want to talk about our bonus episode this week. It's dropping our second bonus episode. It's super fun. Rucka's on it. Jesse P.S. from Potawatomi's on it. We have some hate mail from the vault. And we finally go over my movie debut in Ooga Booga. Did you play Booga? No, I, I did not play Booga or Ooga. Ooga Booga is a puppet. That is, the spirit of this guy who got killed in a convenience store haunts this puppet, essentially. And and then he goes on revenge to kill the people who killed him, right? And it's a bunch of racist cops and, uh, you know. And you're so, not the puppet. I'm not the puppet, no. See, it shows. There's not all typecasting in Hollywood. That is a good thing. That Yeah, that's right. I've You know, I've never been a puppet in my life. That's right. So I, I'm one of the main bad guys in this movie. And also it's starring Kate, uh, Stacey Keach. And Karen Black. Karen Black is from the Airplane movies. It was one of the last movies Karen Black ever appeared in. That's right. This one. This one. Yeah. Are you saying she's since... She's passed. Oh, no. Yeah, but she went off on a high note, appearing Mm -hmm. on the silver screen with Maddox. Ooga Booga, yeah. Ooga Booga. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, why are we laughing? These are laughter. This is laughter of support. It's like when you're at a funeral, you try to remember the good times. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You do. You do. Airplane. Airplane 2. Airplane 2 is not the good times. Um, Airplane 1 was good, though. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Ooga Booga is the movie that we we finally, we all sat down and watched when uh, 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 Jesse P.S. was out here, and we watched it together, and then we discussed it, 
on this bonus episode. It's a lot of fun, guys. Yeah. Check it out. It really supports the show. And by the way, guys, it'll be on Madcast Media. You can use the Madbuck system to purchase it directly from us. We make more money that way. It will be on iTunes. It takes a little bit longer to show up on iTunes. And sometimes on iTunes, when we post it, the price is, is higher than it's supposed to be. It, it just defaults for nine ninety nine. I think, for an album. Is that right, Rucka? Yeah, pretty much. So, so. And then we have to put in a price change. Yeah. So, it takes so a if you see that it's listed for nine ninety nine, don't get on your little fucking uh, Facebook account or whatever you kids are going to to, to run your mouth in and start talking. Oh, Maddox, he, he charges too much. No, it, it, it's, he's, it, it's it, it takes a couple days yeah, for them it, to change. It takes yeah. a or days. stop being a dick and support the show and give yeah, it 10 bucks. Yeah, spend 10 bucks. Come on. Come on you this, go is, out, this is quality you, material. You spend $9 on a drink plus tip when you're out with your buddies, right? That's right. All right, all you neck beards out there, don't you fucking uh, no. throw some money Maddox's way? They no. don't. Yeah, throw some money my way. Science is gay. All right. Um, <laughs> and uh, by the way, speaking of airplane, yeah. do you know uh, that movie Airplane? It had it had tits in it. It had yeah. swearing. It had Kareem ra- Abdul-Jabbar was in it. Yes. It had uh, racial jokes as spoken by children. Uh, do you know what that movie was rated? What R PG thirteen R probably right? No, it was R. We PG? got we got an R. We got a PG thirteen. I'm going to say R. PG. PG, no shit. This was back when PG meant parental parental guidance. guidance. Literally, what's so hard hard to understand about that? Like what? Parents pay attention. Period. Let's move on. Now it's like, oh, okay, if there's nothing offensive about it whatsoever, if it's a movie about a fucking dolphin that makes friends with a fucking uh, golden retriever, it's got to be PG just right off the bat. Uh, Then if if it's got some like fucking extreme violence and three sex scenes, it's PG-13. And then uh, if, if it's about the fucking end of the universe and with a racist remark every other sentence, it's rated R. What happened to just... Parents, guide your kids. Yeah. This is essentially what Rucka's saying is Ooga Booga got an unfair rating. Yeah. Thank you, Rucka. Bull, should have been PG. That's right. But Which, by the way, I should mention, I know David Zucker, the creator of Airplane, one of the creators of Airplane, and I may have him on this podcast mm. at some point in the future. I've been to his house. He's a, he's a friend of mine, and uh, he's a really fascinating guy, super interesting, just a long storied history in, in Hollywood, long career. Walking into his office is amazing. He has some of the original props from Airplane. Didn't like he do the Naked Gun? I think he did, yeah. I think he worked on Naked Gun as well. He's mm. got all these photos of Leslie Nielsen, uh, and he's got um, the blow up doll pilot nice. from Airplane. Mm. Who's the lead? There he was, has the original? Who's the, it was Robert, um, the main guy. Uh, not what, Bob, Robert, was it Robert Hayes? No. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm blanking on it. Oh, yeah. Was it? I think it was. Yeah, the greatest no. photo I have of all the photos I've ever taken is I have a photo of me and him sitting next to each other, missing our faces with a glass of water. Intentionally. Yeah. So I'll reach out to David. We may have him on the show at some point. But moving on to the other side of the debate, Misha. You did an okay job. You did an okay job okay. with the first side of the debate. But okay. I got, I got some points up. that you missed here. Okay. See if you uh, would have thought of these. This is from National Geographic here. Talks about a guy named Carlos, a kid. He's a 12-year-old boy. Well, he's a boy now. He holds up a photo of himself as a girl. He is one of a small group of children born in the Dominican Republic with an enzyme deficiency. Their genitals appear female at birth, and then, with a surge of testosterone at puberty, they develop male genitals and mature into men. His uncle simply says that Carlos found his own rhythm. Now, Rucka, um, to the people who feel like... <laughs> Rucka, you're Rucka, familiar... You know about this. Yeah. This, is, this is a life story. You can, you but can, I, yeah. I really want to talk about this because people who have a problem with gender being a spectrum uh-huh. <clears throat> leave out people like 
this kid, Carlos. Now, this kid, through no fault of his own, he wasn't just being wanting attention and growing up and saying, oh, now I'm a man and I used to be a girl. It Mm -hmm. wasn't like somebody, it's not about that. This kid had an enzyme deficiency, had the wrong genitals, and then after he hit puberty, that's when his male genitals kicked in. What do you say? What do you guys say to people? uh, people What do you you say to them? I mean, what do you mean? Do you 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 agree that gender is then on a spectrum with with cases like this? I mean, this is a particular case. Yeah, well, here's another one. I mean, if a medical doctor says this person is on the spectrum, then they're on the spectrum. If your university sociology professor explained to you that you are whatever you want to be, you're full of shit. Yeah. Okay, so here's another case. Uh, There are cases when people are born, they have chromosomes that give them both sets of anatomy. Born with an intersex chromosomal condition, Emma, 17 years old, had incomplete male and female anatomy when she was born. She was raised as a girl and always aware of her special situation. She says, I'm comfortable with my differences. So there are people who are born with both sets of genitals, or they're just born with one set of genitals, and then over time, with testosterone and that sort of thing, as hormones fluctuate in your body, they become the other type. All types of things happen, okay? It's not common. It happens. Yeah. The, the same the same science teacher in middle school that forced us to watch Bill Nye the Science Guy also showed us a video about... Um, disorders can i use that word a dif- uh, abnormalities yeah. when it comes to genetics i mean genes are complicated sometimes it's people end up with uh strange uh outcomes when they're born or when they grow up or whatever it is but like that doesn't mean that everybody is now just a fucking free-for-all like yeah. you can you can be fucking arnold schwarzenegger decide at age 65 that you've been a woman this whole time okay well yeah and people can and not to mention born with it or changing in, in puberty people now have the ability to theoretically change it at any time yeah i mean that's i mean that's using technology to 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 do what you want to yourself that doesn't mean you were a a woman in the first place doesn't mean the doctor misgendered you by pronouncing you like hitler over the jews pronouncing your fate okay that doesn't mean that's what that means and uh, and and again this is are we talking politics aka how we treat each other in society if you if you want to tell me you're a woman i'll fucking treat you like one i don't give a shit but don't tell me this is sci- medicine. Don't tell me this is science, that scientifically gender was always you know just what? a s- spectrum. I just got thrown in there because the whole science thing is, is, is pissing me off because th- there's two types of people who, in my mind, aren't, aren't going with the whole gender spectrum. There's those who, in my, who are just ignorant, who are just like, there's male and female and there's no talking them out of it. And then there's other people who do believe that there's some room in there. There's male, female, the 99% you're talking about, and then the 1%. But to them, that's not enough of a percent for it to be a spectrum that's just this 1%. And they have trouble saying that, oh, since there's this 1%, there needs to be a spectrum, like a bell curve. And and those just people, they can't figure it out and they don't know what to do about it. And I feel bad for them. That's a tough place to be in in their mm-hmm. livelihood. But there's the, the whole science thing behind it, there's nobody out there who's a scientist who understands how this all works, understands our ability to change it, understands that hormones can do it, that is sitting there and going like, oh, I get it, but it's still just male or female. That That person doesn't exist on the planet. Look, I'm not um I'm not a, a doctor to say the least. Uh I'm a community college dropout that uh you know talks shit on the internet. Like I'm not exactly your uh typical go to for science. Oh believe me, Rucka, I don't think anyone's confusing you for a scientist. <laughs> I just wanna be clear. Like just to be put into context <laughs> yes. what I'm about to say, but yeah. like 
it's hard to trust uh, people who fucking uh, invent a new sexual preference every day. It's hard to trust people that have a special re- request every fucking day how they want to be called or what they want to be treated like like uh how how everyone is is racist or sexist against themselves so like it's hard to trust the people that are screaming loudest about this issue that's kind of my measuring stick if if the same people that never shut the fuck up are saying that gender is on a spectrum i tend to uh kind of shy away from it Sorry, that was a ding from uh, Misha and a buzz from me. <laughs> oh boy! Because what my question, got? my question to you, Rucka, yeah, is who cares? You're right. It's not entirely scientific to say if dumb people believe this, it's false. That's a f- that's not a that's not science. I don't even think that it's dumb. If your sexual preference changes over time or has always been the same, I no. mean, at some point, okay. at some point in time, yeah, being gay was a cognitive disorder okay, i see where you're going finish your thought and then i'll respond thank you that's so Please. nice of him i would yeah, like thank you for you do that. letting me finish i, mm-hmm. I appreciate oh, I that i mean it's some would say this is your podcast you're, you're but, i mean i don't know group, i say uh property is on a spectrum too you oh, yeah. know uh your, the inside of your anus uh yeah. does some say you decide what goes in some there i say right, uh yeah. society decides that might be some uh, of my inside of my anus yeah. i don't know it's all the same anus Nope. Uh, <laughs> but uh, okay, anyway, being so, gay used to be uh, crime and stigmatized and, and it, grounds it, for it, an it, ass beating. And then what happened? Your argument was uh-huh. that this thing is uncommon, and why do we have to call it a spectrum? But also, so is being gay. Being gay is uncommon. Being gay by definition, what is it? Less than ten percent of the population, and bisexual even smaller than that. Okay, or maybe maybe larger. I'm not sure. I'm but not, am I disagreeing? With but the, but shouldn't we? Shouldn't just because it's not common, should we completely dismiss the notion and the concept of a gender spectrum? And Misha, earlier when I played the clip of Bill Nye from earlier in his career, from the Science Guy, the Science from, Guy from seven yes. years ago, from seven years ago when he <laughs> played. Here, I'll, I'll refresh your memory. He played this right here. See, there are only two possibilities: a girl or X Y a boy. That's so. That's what uh, that's what he said a long time ago. But surprised he did that actually. But that that he had that on his show. Yeah, because well, they knew better then. Even so. Yeah, but uh, but then later on he said he says this about gender and listen to the pay attention to what he says at the start of this clip. Listen to this. Take sex. We used to think it was pretty straightforward. X and a Y chromosome for males, two X's for females. But we see more combinations than that in real life. And even for people with just two sex chromosomes, hormones can vary wildly. So can anatomy. What makes someone male or female isn't so clear cut. So he said at the very start of that clip, he said, we used to we think used this, to, yeah. right? And over time, science changes. Science yeah. changes with the facts that emerge, right? So shouldn't we just go with science now and say, look, science has changed. We have to uh, surrender our old no- notions of gender and surrender our old notions of sex and what we thought we knew about gender and sexuality and say, okay, look, the science has changed. There's, we're now seeing that this is more and more common that people have different sets of genitals. And then sometimes you could have two X chromosomes and just be male or female strictly with the same with the uh, male genitals or female genitals, whatever you know, respectively, but still have your gender identity changed because of hormone fluctuations in your body. Okay, look, if the if the if if that's, if that's what the objective evidence, if that's where it takes us, fine. But again, it's hard to trust uh, the source, okay? And the source being uh people that invent a new type of identity every other fucking day. See, 
And you brought up you brought up uh, comparing this to gay, you know, to gays. We used to not understand gays, and we treated them badly, and now we accept them. Look, you know, a sexual preference is not a, a gender, okay? And and he, there's a, a, a trans girl on YouTube named Blair White who put it this way. Obviously, I'm paraphrasing. Um, you can be a lesbian living in Texas toting a gun and voting Republican, or you can be a lesbian in San Francisco with blue hair who, you know, hates men. And either you're a lesbian regardless of your political views. But there's not one gender non-binary person on this planet who is not a a raving Democrat with a special request of what they'd like to be called. Okay, because this non-binary shit, this gender on a spectrum shit is a political, politically motivated. Triggered. uh, movement. Go ahead. You got triggered me, show. Well, I got triggered because because from the science standpoint that you said, right. the beauty of science, the beauty of math, the beauty of any of these things is that the, at the basis of it, the scientific method is that you can be wrong. That's right. the coolest thing about being a scientist is you look and you go, oh, this is where the facts led, but I still could be wrong. So as time is changing, as we're getting more knowledge of all these things and finding that there is a spectrum, that's great. I think the problem isn't so much that people want to be on the spectrum and have to decide where they are and want to make it political. The issue is, is in our day-to-day life, there's so many things that require that checkbox. There's bathrooms, there's getting a job, there are things like that. And that's really where the issue comes into play. It's not so much if somebody comes up to you and goes, hey, are you a man? Are you a woman? Are you trans? Are you are you non-binary? You know, binary? That, that's not an issue. You can be whatever you want. The issue is, is when you walk in someplace and there's a male-female symbol on a bathroom and now everybody's freaking out and doesn't and doesn't know what to do and that's where the arguments coming into play because those are the things in our society that you have to make a call society is forcing you to make a choice at this point that people don't want to make that choice for that one percent so i feel that that's an issue but and i don't have all the answers to that issue but it's not so much people going you can't decide what gender you are it's not about your decision it's not about what i talk to it's about where in society those specific X or Y positions, pick A, pick B, force you to make a decision. Well, so that that's an interesting point. And I think that that is the reason that there, a lot of people have a problem with this is because now we have uh, no longer gendered bathrooms or that sort of thing. Now, again, this is such a small, small problem, yep. small amount of it. Look, the number of, da- the number of days per year that this ever comes up in any of our lives is close to zero. But because of... You know, people like L.A. Werewolf guy. It seems much more prevalent than it really is because we talk about it so yep. much. And that's it's just, his fault that Bill Nye made an ass of himself on Netflix. No, but it, it's his fault for then dedicating a, t- a 12, 13 minute video re- rebuttal to this one song on a Netflix show, which, by the way, because of the Bri- Barbra Streisand effect, we know about way more than had you just shut up about it from the get go. <laughs> really? So yes. the guy who posts stupid shit on Netflix and calls it science is, you know, you can it's for easily forgettable. The guy with the, the the household name who uses his reputation as a scientist to to shit post on Netflix. Uh, we can easily forget that ever happened. But a, a guy on YouTube should be uh, 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 held accountable for, for keeping this story going. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, okay, because we, I just wanted to clarify I, that. Because I think far fewer people would ha- would be would know about the Bill Nye Show if everyone wasn't talking about it. This is free publicity for Bill Nye. Yep. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, that yeah. it is. It's f- definitely publicity. It's but it's just publicity for Bill Nye. More people are talking. I I'll tell you what, dude. If you search right now on YouTube, and I know this for a fact because I did this before this episode. If you search for Bill Nye this gender episode, the sexual fluidity, you'll find like one or two clips from the actual show, and then like forty. Of people dissecting it, these are people. The, you're giving him way more views. What's your point? Internet. That's point the internet. That's the internet. Well, yeah, but the point is that the actual show gets fewer views, I think, overall on YouTube than people talking about Good. the show. Well, what's your point? What does this have to do with is gender on a spectrum? Well, b- people who are triggered by it, by like L.A. Werewolf guy. Oh, I'm you're, sorry. You're I'm sorry if the vigorous debate and the discussion of ideas might result in un unimpressive. Uh, illogical people like Bill Nye getting more attention. I, I'm not happy about that part of it either. And okay, the, but it's not... It, the, first of all, the vigorous debate is unnecessary. And second, it's not a vigorous debate. It's just rehashing. The, the, none of these opinions are new. It's not original to go on on, on YouTube and just... Yeah. Cut. Cut. <laughs> You're... Cook, 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 cook. So, okay. Bill Let's break down the, the layers of irony here. Okay. Yeah. Go you're, on. You're playing this guy's clip on, uh, yeah. of you, on you your show. And your you're show of the 40. And your show is a debate <laughs> about is gender on a spectrum. Yeah. And uh, hold on. There, there's there's got to be more layers of this. There's, there's two, two, there's two layers. Okay. I'm promoting Bill Nye right. and I'm promoting yeah. the other side. Yeah. So I'm the, I'm the biggest hypocrite of all. And, and you're on both sides. And you literally are known most for getting on YouTube and discussing shit that you don't want people to like. And I think yeah. that's not true. That's not that's true. shit you don't like. I, I'll tell you what. Uh, just on a personal anecdote real quick, and I want to get to the Ruck wrap up. But a long time ago, I, I have a huge problem with PETA as an organization. I hate PETA as an organization. They are terrible. Um, for Yeah, for lots of reasons. For lots of reasons. And whether you agree with their message or not, there is animal rights activists and animal rights groups who themselves have distanced themselves from PETA because of their tactics they use. They hand out pamphlets to kids with like gore and stuff in it. And and um, I argued with an animal rights activist once who said, yeah, look, PETA doesn't represent us. Most of us are not that crazy with that kind of stuff. And, and that's when I, I realized like PETA is doing this for attention. They want free publicity. And I, as a policy, made a point not to talk about PETA anymore. Because the more you talk about PETA, the bigger PETA will get. And they're doing it for publicity. So anyway, Rucka, to answer your criticism that I do the same thing on YouTube, that's not that's not absolutely true. But I want to get to your uh, wrap-up. Let's hear your wrap-up. Oh, what shit. All right. Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, fucking A. Like, uh, <laughs> I usually come up with this wrap-up while listening to you, uh, you know, argue aimlessly. But uh, in this case, I knew what I wanted to say 20 years ago and I finally have an opportunity Bill Nye always sucked his show sucked (laughs) his show was not good I never wanted to watch it in my fucking life all you kids all you man children out there all you neckbeards on the internet saying oh Bill Nye ruined my childhood how can you do this your show taught me about science why the fuck would you want to watch that show I wanted to watch shows I was a kid I wanted to watch shows with the plot with fucking characters fucking science class at home you want to fucking learn shit when you're watching tv do adults do that shit do adult shows teach you about the fucking spectrum do adult shows teach you about fucking you think that song was hacky that little fucking rap that's that was all that show was it was oh there was always a a science rap there was always a science parody it was always stupid hacky educational bullshit you were a stupid kid back then and now you're a triggered angry adult for getting pissed about this this netflix show 
is no worse than the original show. The original show sucked, and everyone wants to be like, oh, well, uh, oh, National Geographic has something to say about gender. What the fuck? Is, what the fuck is National Geographic? Back when Bill Nye was spreading his 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 arrogance on, uh, he was always creepy as fuck. Back when that hack was on on your fucking local uh, uh, kids kids show, like kids channel, whatever the fuck, uh, uh, Fox Five in the afternoons, whatever the fuck, uh, Disney Channel. What I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Back when that. Bill Nye was on TV the first time. Fucking National Geographic was a magazine known for pretty pictures and tribal breasts. Tribal breasts. Tribal That's breasts. Yeah. That's it. And and they they traveled the world and they took pretty pictures of unconsenting naked women. <laughs> and and now it's like, oh, they have something to say about gender being fluid. Yeah, no shit. Who are these people? You act like there's some fucking authority getting getting their information from the fucking from a dimension beyond. These are fucking. Uh, these are bookworms. These are fucking uh, nerds who fucking they've, they've never been anywhere but a black room developing photos or a, a university lecture hall and they've been told that gender is whatever you make of it and then they go off to some fucking far off land and they see the fucking uh, the people dancing around dre- uh, cross dressing and acting all real freaky and they go oh well these uh, these folks here probably know what they're doing more than we do I mean obviously what we do here in western society is automatically up for debate and it's automatically probably wrong but what some people living you know uh, with life expectancy of you know 21 years in uh, the middle of nowhere with the technology that uh, would make that Fred that f- fucking would make Fred Flintstone look fucking advanced uh, these guys fucking what they do is automatically you know objectively right so if they're if they say if these uh, primitive people out in the middle of the Amazon say that gender is you know a spectrum then we National Geographic will give our opinion and say that that's true based on our rigorous scientific study. I don't even know why I'm still talking. Thank you. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? <laughs> that was beautiful. It's a Rucka wrap-up. That was a Rucka wrap-up. Thank you, Rucka. I do believe that our modern concept of gender fluidity does come from the Amazon. But moving on, I got some stories from around the web. Some quick headlines. Guys, a couple episodes ago, I, I called it. By the way, we did our prediction episode uh, around New Year's Eve, right? We made, we made predictions for 2017. And one of the predictions I made is that liberals would become gun lovers. Oh, shit. And guess what? It's fucking happening. Yeah. That's right. I mean, I predicted Bill Nye was a piece of shit. No, you didn't. <laughs> you wish. I predicted it in the 90s. But the, the, the gun thing, Dan Harmon, Dan Harmon from Harmontown Podcast. Rick and Morty. Uh, Rick and Morty. Huge liberal dude. He, a couple episodes ago, a couple months ago, some some fans pointed this out, but he said he was going out to buy guns, and he's becoming a gun supporter, and he's a liberal. Uh, so I called that, and I called another thing a couple episodes ago. That, what's that? I'm saying that's just one guy. Oh, yeah, it's one guy. It's one and, dude. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, he's a huge, giant liberal. So okay. he, he's like, you know he's what? like a Michael yeah. Moore. Oh, my God. What? You, you I'm know just what? saying there's a guy in Texas who's a, a serious Republican who just got rid of his guns. That doesn't right. mean they're yeah. all changing their yeah. ways. How, how am I going to prove it otherwise? Look, you don't prove it because you can't prove it. Because prove guess it. what? Gender is mostly pretty fucking open shut. Mostly. I said mostly. I didn't say fucking, uh, you know, every last person is fucking predetermined. Yeah. Mostly you're a man or a woman but guess what is on a spectrum politics 
your opinions. Those tend to be on a spectrum. Yeah. No two liberals are the same. No two conservatives are the same. Like people, that's, no okay. two people agree on anything. It's just your, that's objectively one, not that's true. your opinion, one man. Yeah, that is opinion. It's just your opinion, man. Yeah, Misha and I agree opinion. on that. <laughs> Sweet irony. Okay, if one guy threw his guns away or went out oh, and bought geez. a gun that does not. Oh my gosh. Oh, you guys really proved my fucking iron case that I'm not sure. No longer. I. Oh, sorry. I fucking brought in the fucking vault of data. What for makes me to this pr- guy? To make my case. What makes this guy? Uh, a liberal, in your view. What do you know about him? He was pushing uh, for Hillary, vote for Obama. So? National Geographic said he was a liberal, so can National we just, Geographic, can we that's just right. end it right there? Okay. I think you guys are on okay. the spectrum. Um, <laughs> you can't even but tell I me. I want to uh, get to, I want to, we're getting off on a tangent. Okay. I, I okay. need to moderate the moderator here. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I'm doing. Uh, but I do want to talk, I, another prediction I called, right? I said, Pokey was going to come to the rest of America after it hits LA. Now, I think that trends spread in LA and then they kind of trickle across the country. They, LA and New York are the two big yeah. trendsetters, right? And Pokey is huge out here. There you can't spit and not hit a Pokey shop. And now it's happening. This is from boston.eater.com. I called it. Pokey is spreading across the nation. The Pokey train continues to roll through Boston and other neighborhoods as they prepare for the arrival of the Hawaiian-inspired dish that has turned into a trendy fast casual dish on the mainland. And they have a website. It's called the Boston Pokey Watch. Mm. And they have over 20 new Pokey places that have opened up in Boston. So I, I called it. that website exists. Me. I'm smart. The website exists. I'm smart. I do like Pokey, though. It's good. Yeah. yeah good. Yeah, it's good. pretty good. All right. Well, get it after this. I'm just, thank God. I'm just glad that the cupcake trend is dead. I hated mm-hmm. that one so much. Yeah. You know, when they made a, a movie called Guardian of the Galaxy, you know, I made a prediction. <laughs> What's that? I said they're going to make Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I mean, you you and I should fucking be on Wall Street right now, mate, with our prediction I skills. I agree. Yeah. That's right. I Here's another headline. Did you guys hear about this? This is from USA Today. A man's wife vanished on a cruise ship, and he told no one. <laughs> <laughs> hero, our hero of the week. Listen to this guy. His name is Daniel Belling. His wife and his, and his two children set off. On an 11-day Mediterranean cruise on February 9th, only three of them boarded the flight back to Dublin, or tried to. After that, there's no record of the 36-year-old, nor any record of Belling alerting anyone to the fact that his wife had seemingly vanished. So he he boards a cruise ship with his wife and two kids. Wife disappears, and then they leave the cruise ship and just board their plane like normal and then go back home. The cruise count of passengers exiting the ship at the cruise's culmination, returned one person less than expected, and Lee, who the Telegraph reports went by the name Angie, was ultimately determined to be missing. Belling says that he wasn't alarmed because she has previously left family vacations. He adds that Belling's behavior after disembarking was not that of a person who is trying to flee. He simply headed to the airport with his children, aged four and six, to catch a flight that he had booked. So yeah. he just like casually walked. I, it, it, to be honest, I, I think there's a lot of husbands out there that that's kind of their dream. I think that probably happens all the time. But unfortunately for these guys, uh, she shows up at the airport. Yeah. Oh, man. What a dream to go on a vacation with your wife and then just come home single. <laughs> She's out there. She's out there. Yeah. My dream girl's out there. I'm actually blown away to hear that the kids were the, with them. That the kids were with them? That's an awkward part of the story, actually. Yeah, the kids just, uh, I, I'm sure, you know, if this has happened before, the kids are like, oh, I guess mom's yeah. mom's missing again. Or maybe he threw her out overboard. Maybe. I think that's probably what happened. I like the whole she she has left family. She left family vacations, family vacations before. Yeah. She just mm. likes leaving. Yeah. 
Uh, Misha, <laughs> we need to wrap up this episode. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug before we go? You know what? Check out Junk Tech Review. It's a fun show. It'll mm-hmm. make you laugh. You'll learn a little bit, and you can uh, drink along. Hell yeah. It's a great show. And like when it, see, when it comes to like uh, tech, you know, technology, jetpacks, mm-hmm. science is pretty fucking clear about what exists and what is real, what is measurable. Mm-hmm. All right? We don't uh we don't let fucking Rachel Bloom uh rap about you know what it's like everything is pretty it, it's there or it's not. Science is gay. By the way, uh, Bill Nye, next time you get on a Boeing uh what Boeing seven Boeing seven forty seven yeah next time you get on a Boeing seven forty seven why don't you uh uh have the engineers who fucking uh inspected that airplane uh just have them uh, believe that that physics is on a spectrum. And uh, matter is on a spectrum. So, uh, and and that screwing up the <laughs> the screws tightly enough is on a spectrum. So we can't really know empirically if if it exists or not. Yeah, everything it's all or nothing. Yeah, either I, everything's no, on a spectrum or no, nothing's I, on a spectrum. I mean, <laughs> hey man, science is uh, science is, is is all for for lols, bro. We're, we're all particles and waves. Misha Pollack, thank you so thank much you. for joining us today. We'll link to your website. Thank you to my first hand on staff moderator Rucka Rucka. Yeah. Thank you to. Mikey Bolts. But most of all, you're welcome. Hey, Maddox, you fruity pebbles eating motherfucker. Oh, I heard you say that you played games a lot better when you're drunk. Well, I believe I play games a lot better when I'm stoned. So, my challenge is three beers on your side versus half a gram on my side. See who can beat who on Mario Kart. Let me know if you're up for the challenge, motherfucker. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I may, I may be, I may be up for that. Look, I'm, I'm always down to challenge listeners to video games. It has to be, first of all, it has to be a game that you can't cheat at. So I prefer, like a long time ago, I, I challenged a listener, a listener challenged me to play Street Fighter Alpha because I'm the best Street Fighter Alpha player in the world. I don't know if you know this. I knew that. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I, I don't have the. It's in your wiki. Yeah, I don't. It's in my wiki. I don't have the belt currently. But do you play uh, Mortal Kombat, the real game? Like, Mortal when you Kombat. To. Mikey, please, I made Mortal Kombat. He made I it. Bent, I oh, created it. Literally right. made it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No- okay. Noob Saibot is named yeah. after me. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. My middle name is Boone Tobias. All of all of existence <laughs> and reality is now on a spectrum. <laughs> hey, all or nothing, Rucka. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Here's, uh, here's one last voicemail from weird Matthew McConaughey. Dude, I cannot believe if I got to tell you this story. So the other night, I was like, man, I'm hungry. I wonder what's better. Domino's or Papa John's. So I ordered a pizza at both, right? Came home, set the pizza on the fucking table. I was like, oh, I'm going to use the restroom real quick. There's like, I got some shit to get rid of. Go in the bathroom. I come out, and my Papa John's pizza is sucking the Domino's <laughs> pizza's dick. Oh, God. And I was like, oh, no. It's happening. Gay conversion therapy. <laughs> Doesn't he know that Domino's delivers? Why do you go pick that up? Yeah, good what, question. What an idiot. Mm-hmm. Hole in your story, Weird Matthew. We're on to yeah. your shenanigans. Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network. <laughs> <laughs>